You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. Welcome back into the Quick Pitch MLB DFS live stream podcast here, breaking down the eight-game main slate here for Wednesday. James, a big 15-gamer on Tuesday. Back to the eight-game slate on Wednesday. Some pretty interesting matchups for us to continue to take advantage of. For all those watching, you can now see this is this me rubbing my hands together. This is for John and I. This is the wheelhouse right here. This yeah. is what we call the wheelhouse. Eight games. We had a ton of success on Monday. In this environment, the slate looks really good outside of and a big elephant in the room, considering we're recording at 10, 8, or 10 p.m. the night before. And John and I both have pretty much, even though Shane McClanahan is listed as the race starter, we don't think it's going to happen. Right. He hasn't pitched on less than six days rest in his last three outings. They're clearly limiting his pitch count lately. And this would be four days rest. So although Shane McClanahan listed, skeptical there, everything yeah. else looks good i think slate and in terms it, it of... really wouldn't be one of these uh, live streams if we didn't talk about a pitcher who was eventually replaced the next morning so we're gonna try a- to get ahead of the curve here wasn't mcclanahan our first i think he was the original live yeah. stream he like the inaugural live stream he was one of two pitchers scratched right yeah, evaldi got scratched and mcclanahan got scratched Evaldi got scratched the moment we finished recording the moment we finished yeah. uh, and then in the next morning we had uh we had uh, McClanahan out. So we think it's going to be Patino, potentially, yep. starting for McClanahan. So we'll, we'll have this wait and see. Either way, whether it is McClanahan or Patino, we're, we're in on this matchup against the uh, against the Angels. Very right? much so. Very much. I mean, McClanahan looked really good his last time out. And it's something that we talked about last time, Mike. Eh, he hasn't looked like the Cy Young Award candidate he was earlier in the year. Eight strikeouts over seven innings, two runs. Just didn't get any run support. Right. Trying to well, see Patino. what his price point is. Do you have his price point? Yeah, Patino's 7-7 seven, seven on DraftKings. Seven, seven. So he threw five and two-thirds, four hits, no runs, four strikeouts, 86 pitches. So no limitations there. So yeah, He was um, optioned eight. down after that pretty much, but like there's a good chance. Let's he, see. Called, he has two options. He has okay, two so options. this is yes. So this is saying Patino returned after being called up to start. Right, right. And he said he has two options left. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he finds his way back into the rotation here for McClanahan. Otherwise, again, McClanahan's 10-9. Framber Valdez is 10-4 against Minnesota. Andrew Heaney at $9,800 against Milwaukee. We've talked lefties against Milwaukee of late. He had 10 strikeouts against them in four and two-thirds innings. So big-time strikeout production there. Gallons at 9-5. Singers at 9-2. Yeah, I mean, I think Frambar is what he is. Just, you, I mean, this guy, you want to talk about a 9-5? to five? He doesn't. He gets there at eight fifty-five and yeah. he leaves at five thirty. You know, and he doesn't clock it. He just works nine to five, but he puts in overtime without clocking it. I mean, just the most consistent pitcher yeah. we have. Yep, twenty-one point eight DraftKings points over the last ten games for him. Good striking numbers 20, at home. He has twenty straight quality starts, John. Twenty seems decent uh, on an eight-game slate, right? Yeah. Seems strong to quite strong there. Yes. Yeah, I would put it in the strong to quite strong category. We talked about Milwaukee's road numbers. You know, you have Heaney here. He's only made a a handful of appearances. You know, did have a six-inning outing all the way way back in April. He's just working his way back. Has gotten into the fifth, but hasn't gotten out of the fifth. But I am encouraged by the 89 pitches, I think, here. Building up the pitch count. Good matchup against Milwaukee, as we've talked about. Lefties against Milwaukee, crazy high strikeout rate. Heaney, 10 strikeouts. Would you go here in this matchup? Like, just, I don't know. 
like seeing Andrew Heaney at 9-8 makes my head just hurt so bad. And I think that's just like the PTSD from his time in pinstripes. Right. Like just given all the fly balls and we know Milwaukee, if there's one thing Milwaukee can do, it's hit home runs. They did hit three home runs against him in that start. Right. That was in Milwaukee though. I talk about this. In Milwaukee. It's true. They're definitely a, they're definitely a much better offense at home. I don't know. I'm on the fence about him. For GBPs, I think you play urine on Heaney at this point. Yeah, I can't spend 9800 on ca- in cap, especially when I'll just get 600 to Fran Bar and we'll figure it, like sure. figure out our SP2 the rest of the slate, whether it's McClanahan or whether it's Patino or whether it's uh, Mikolas. Yeah, Mik- I mean, Z- Zach Gallen, you mentioned in this tier. Yeah, $9,500 against Kansas City. I mean, he has not allowed an run in 21 in the third innings. Yeah, big in strikeout cold. game last time out too, so. Yeah, and he, one of those games was in course, John. Right. Like, my man is, this was like, there's been like peaks and valleys. Like, he had, was incredible to start the year, and then he was like, eh. Yeah. And now we're just dominant. He's pitching opposite of a pitcher who's also on a nice little run, Brady Singer here. $9,200, hasn't you know given up just total three earned runs over his last 19 and a third innings pitched. 2-5 ERA over his last 10, you know, this season. And a little bit better at home, 3-1-9 ERA and 10 home starts. So, you know, could be an interesting back-and-forth battle. I think I would lean Gallon as well, though. Yeah, definitely an interesting matchup. Eight straight games of six or more innings for Brady Singer, too, for all you prop lovers out there. Right. Six or more strikeouts and all, but two of those games as well. Like, kind of legit. Maybe it's like Zach Gallon probably garners more ownership. Yeah. Maybe Brady Singer is like kind of the like low key elite GPP pivot because he has 30 fantasy point upside too and he's flashed it a couple times. Yep, I'm with you there. In the mid tier, again, Lucas Giolito got killed the other day. He hasn't been very good. No. Uh, Baltimore's an offense that can, you know, at times go off. They mm-hmm. got to cease a little bit here tonight. Not really interested in going Giolito. No. But you were in on, you nailed it, right? Miles Mikolas in his last start, I pointed out, like, oh, well, you know what? His road numbers this year, they hadn't been good. And they're like, well, John, he gave up 10 runs in two innings in course. <laughs> I'm like, that's a good point. And he's like, he gave up six and three innings against in Cincinnati, or five innings in Cincinnati, another really good offensive ballpark. I'm like, all right, like, fair point. He goes into Arizona, eight innings, one earned run, four strikeouts, back to back starts now, 27 and 25 fantasy points. Right. Now, obviously, Chicago can be favorable hitters park. So that's sure. something to. I guess, monitor the wind. He's faced them three times. He's just most recently faced them at home. He's got a quality start there. Six and a third innings, three earned runs. I'm going to check out and see. Six innings, one earned run, and home against the Cubs. He had one start in Chicago back in June. Five innings, eight hits, four runs allowed. So, you know, not great on the road there. Better at home. But again, two really good starts. One on the road, one at home. Yeah, and we don't know what the wind was back in June, too. Sure. Ninety Could be 95 and windy at a Wrigley, and that's like just, you can't pitch there. I think what's interesting about this is he has 19 strikeouts against the Cubs in those three meetings, 17 in the third innings, like not known as a strikeout guy, but the Cubs are an offense that isn't, you know, shy about swinging. A 24 and a half strikeout rate in August is tied for the fourth highest rate with the Braves, so yep. a team that we've attacked all year with guys w- with high like upside strikeout pitchers. So not that Miklas is an elite strikeout pitcher, but if there's no wind here, I- I'm okay. You mentioned it when we were talking about like SP2 for cash. Yeah, I, th- I think this is where I'd settle in. 
Yeah, I'm kind of in that same range for you. Anybody for value, though? Anybody under 7K? Like, you know, the, we know the Red Sox lineup's been a little bit hit or miss, but Berrios has not been a guy oh. that we've felt like we've gotten right for a while. We uh, can't Dylan, get right, ever. Dylan Bundy in Houston, no. Rich Hill, even as an opener, no thank you. I mean, maybe Spencer Watkins. Yep. You know, like we talk, righty sometimes against the White Sox can get it done. You know, he had an okay start against the Cubs last time out. He's not a big strikeout guy. You know, you're just kind of hoping he pitches deep enough into the game and gets you a win. But I don't really see much else. I don't know if, if there's really anybody on your radar that you like here. I'm looking at Sanchez for the Phillies. I don't. I just don't know how stretched out he is. I will say... His most pitches he's thrown in a game for the Phillies is 65. It's worth mentioning... I guess that he has spent the last month in triple A. So, so Christopher Sanchez is name. I'm trying to pull up his, his game logs for you want like, to see, see how far, how DB has been pitching. Yeah. Cause if he's pitched deep into games, like, so he has actually take it back. So his most recent outing, he pitched four innings at triple A 51 pitches he's maxed out at 64 yeah so, so probably nobody right it's Watkins as a dart throw and yeah. like he, that yeah as a dart throw it's probably you're probably right uh, what is what are the Cubs throwing they're throwing a uh, 31 year old yeah Luke Farrell they're throwing him out there he has a 503 ERA at Chile yeah oh no yeah, yeah not good it's, it's not it's no not dude no, cardinals no. or cardinals could be teeing up there let's go to catcher let's go quickly to catcher again we've talked about how poorly so most of the pitching here is outside of the top guys so kind of pick your poison and run with it if you want to spend up real muto smith rutschman 50 to 100 all i think are in play there at the top if you go down to the mid-tier again i don't think there's any good pitching so if you want to go ahead and just grab a mid-tier catcher throw him in a lineup i think you could probably make it work as well we've been talking christian betancourt lately he homered again so i'm in back-to-back games now it could be a spot three 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 straight yeah three straight games now yeah if he's in the lineup i don't see why he wouldn't be right he's been the better of the two guys so yeah yep i think that would be the clear-cut spend down i agree I agree with you 100%. All right, anybody else? I'm looking for, like, 2K punts, and it is trash. So, no. I mean, I'm sure, it, again, it, we'll have the playbook out and all that good stuff. And Yep. But I don't see anything that, like, sticks out to me, I guess, you know. If- yep, I'm with you. Be like, I'm looking for the playbook. Are you on the playbook for Wednesday? Yep. Yep, you yep. look out for the playbook, James. I'll have some, maybe some finalized catching options for you. First base, I mentioned already Farrell, Goldschmidt, got $60 yep. to $100 if you want to go ahead and stack. Certainly something that's going to be in play there. Hoskins at 47 I'm fine running that one out there as well. Yep. You know, Mountcastle against Giolito, you homer today. Generally a spot where we like him against lefties, not righties. Jose Abreu was 4K yesterday. He's 3900 today. Against Spencer Watkins, I'll still run back to Abreu here. I'm not afraid of that. And $3,900. Is there anybody for you that have you know that you really want to hone in on here? Yeah, can we circle back to Mountcastle real quick? Sure. And let me pitch you on the idea of why Baltimore is my favorite stack. And again, Bert, this is the first look podcast. Sure. Okay. But I'm going to just, I and I understand that we've preached all year about how tough this ballpark is. But we've also seen lately that there are... There are power is coming through a little more than it was earlier in the year. Yeah. Lucas Giolito this year, John, has struggled, as you mentioned, and struggled he has against right handed batters 
Okay. Right-handers on the year as I transition to the splits tab. Perfect time. Are slashing 336, 389, 589 with a 416 Woba. He's allowed 14 home runs to righties specifically. That's yeah. two home runs per nine innings. I mean, just there's nothing. Again, good I don't here. think Giolito's very good either. So I'm with you if you want to go there at 4K. We know Mountcastle has a lot of power. I know he hasn't been like tremendous this year in general. Like, oh, they get, the ballpark plays a big part into that. So. It has. So I think, well, and a lot of, there are a lot of great options. Cardinals are great. I mean, Pujols is 2,300 if you want to keep riding that yeah, track. I mean, if you want to play Pujols, that's great. I think Philadelphia is going to be extremely popular against TJ Zuch, who has allowed six earned runs in both of his starts, four home runs, 15 hits in his eight innings. Sure. I don't know why he's pitching, but he is. Um, so <laughs> like guys like, of, like Hoskins. slump for Hoskins, but, you know, we know power-wise is there. And Crusher's lefties, like, all that's going to be very popular. I think the contrarian stack for yeah, me. Yeah, Zuch is a righty, though. So it's like, oh, okay. Sorry. My apologies. Either either way, he's True. a righty who just throws a beach ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you go Derek Hall if you wanted to lefty versus yep. righty matchup. So True. You could run True. that out there. Uh, again, Pujols is 23, though. We played him the other yep. day in the lineup we built on this show. And he homered. So uh, certainly can can make a case to run it back with him. I don't see any other value, though, for me. No. We don't need – we have the best player in baseball at 2-3. I agree. All right, second base. Rojas is 54. Altuve is 52. Catel Marte is 52. You know, Nolan Gorman's at 48. Brandon Lau maybe at 46 against Mayers here. It could be an interesting spot. Indy at 46 against Sanchez is lefty. could be a spot for you. you know, how are you feeling about the top half of this second base position? I mean, I definitely think Altuve is in play with Bundy on the mound. Brandon Lau, lefties are hitting Mayers, 970 OPS, 413 Woba. So Brandon Lau's been bad, but yeah. he'll be at the top of the order. and Some power. He has some power, and Rays just put up 11 runs. Right. I mean, India maybe, 46? Yeah, I said maybe India versus lefty. Could be a thing. We again, we're going if we go against Farrell. Edmund generally better against lefties and righties. We just talked about how bad Farrell's been. John Segura is at forty-one. Yep. Uh, you, you know the problem I'm having here is that there's no Braves on this lineup, so we can't just throw Grissom in at two K. Right? I know. And, I... and like move on. And that was the same joke I was gonna make. Yeah. My Here... my, I was gonna say, wait, where is where is Grissom? Right. I we can't know. we can't really throw him out there, unfortunately. So you like Solano versus yep. the lefty here, right? Thirty-three yeah, K. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, I, I mean, it's not like, again, not like he's not an upside play, but I think he has a very nice floor right now, hitting in the middle of their order. Yeah. Did he do anything tonight? Cincinnati, we'll tell you right now. He scored some they, runs today. Yeah, they just lost in, he was three for four. Yeah, so another, <laughs> another three-hit night for Donovan Solano here. That's three hits now in three of the last four games. So, he hit fifth tonight with a righty on the mound. Yeah, that could be your punt play at 3K at second base here. Yep, agreed. Could be. That's. I mean, I'm looking at anybody else. Do you see anybody else that you want to throw in there for value? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Yeah. No. And again, I don't really love the top guys outside of really Altuve either. So Solano could be the guy we're locking in at second for this lineup here. Third base, Devers against Berrios at 59. Arenado's at 56 against Farrell. Bregman is at 48 against Bundy. Wit Homer tonight. I know it's against Gallon. He's 48. Chapman's going to at least start against Rich Hill, and then Brian Bello, Bello's going to get in the game. He's at 47. 
And then I guess we'll throw Alex Bohm in the mix there at 42 at the top half of that third base position. So, see, I guess you would know better. DraftKings is listing it the other way around with Bayo starting and Rich Hill piggybacking. I see. Oh, yeah, maybe they, okay, they switched it then. I thought before it said Hill was the PO and Bayo is the PLR, but if they're if they're flipping it, okay, either way, at some point, Rich Hill's going to get it. Right. I mean, that's a good matchup. Anyone versus Rich Hill. Listen, I said on the, I said on the show yesterday, I really like the Blue Jays against Winkowski. And then we didn't play them. We played, like, you know, the, the Rangers and the Astros. And, you know, the Blue Jays went and scored eight runs in an inning. So, yeah, I think we can go back here. Bayo's coming off yeah. the IL. Rich Hill's been sure. trash. So, at four, at 47, he's certainly in play. You mentioned, you know, Phillies, at Bohm at 42. And then the top guys there that were big fans of Arnado against Far Arnado homered today. What I say yesterday, right? Everybody only ever plays Arnado against a lefty. He's yep. hitting better against righties this year, and he homers. So yep. $5,600 for him, that's fine. I don't know what's happening with the Red Sox. I'm probably just not going to play their offense. If you want to be different, maybe you go ahead. But, I mean, Barrios just hasn't been pitching well, but the Red Sox, I think, are just checked out at this point. So, you know, Bregman, Arenado, and Chapman at the top. Boehm in the middle. Agreed on, all fronts. I, I agree on all fronts. I'd probably throw Yandy in there. Sure. Just because, you know, I've been playing a lot of Rays lately. And, of course, they come yep. through on the night that we don't play them. Yep. Yeah. Kyle Farmer, 37. Ram and Ramon Yuri, uh, Arias against the righty, Giolito, 33. And Arias goes Heaney. Talk about true. power versus lefties there. True, if, true. If you want to go there. All he's done this year is hit home. Like, Luis Arias has done nothing else but hit home runs. Yep. We mentioned Salino. He's got dual position eligibility. I got nobody else at third base, though. To complete a race stack, I would probably play Isaac Paredes, 32. He homered on Tuesday. Okay. It's not like, I'm not like chomping at the bit to play him, but as a last piece of a race stack, I have no problem. Okay. 3,200. That's fine by me. Shortstop at the very top here. Trey Turner's at 61. Correa at 51. Bo Bichette at 49. Bichette, right? It's, if anybody, it's yeah. probably Bichette. I don't, really I don't like think we any, need to, though. I don't like any of that. Give me no, Jorge Mateo at 39. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. He stole another base. Just stole another base tonight. So, yeah. is he... Like, he was once a top prospect. Like, I know he had a tough start to the year. Yeah. But, man, has he been, like, super... Like, a super good fantasy asset since yeah. the All-Star break. Be. Last 10 games, 378 with 1,000 OPS. It doesn't actually have any stolen bases during those 10 games, but he said he stole one tonight, right? So yep, stole one tonight. Averaging 10 fantasy points over that span there. Multi-hits in back-to-back games. I don't know, again, what he did tonight, but hits in four straight. Not counting tonight. Uh, yeah, we're big. We've been touting Jorge Mateo all year, though, so yep. not, nothing new to us. So I'll, I'll buy in at 39 on Stott. Lefty matchup here for him at 39. I don't know if you read the, read the yeah. uh, tweet I sent to you yesterday. Yeah, it was good. John was... Segura told Stott to approach all of his at-bats as if he's in a two-strike count. And he went six for 10 during that little stretch. And basically he said like he eliminated his leg kick and started sort of just anticipating pitches that he had to swing at. And he just started making better contact beforehand. He was just taking first pitch strike. And he's like, that was like the best pitch I was probably seeing all at bat. I was just letting it go by. So Segura basically changed the way he's approached. And since then, he's just not, he's just been on fire. So 3,900 for Stott as well in that same range. If you're stacking Houston, Pena still fits in spots there. And you mentioned Taylor Walls the other day, and he had a good night tonight. So if you wanted to go back to him at 25, I don't mind it. Yeah, Stott, Pena, 
De Jong against Farrell Walls probably the four. Yeah, De Jong. I, I mean, you're. Pretty... I know he stinks, but like, the, oh, if you I get mean, a grand slam in the game, I didn't play him. So I know it's it hurts. It, it that hurts so bad. The, and he's like back to like he had that one good stretch of like what yeah. fifteen games, and then he's back to where he was earlier in the year. Right. You don't need to go there. Just like. This feels like one of those spots where like every Cardinal's gonna get into the action. yeah. I feel like I'm we're probably gonna lock in Mateo, but we'll see what probably. happens when we get to probably. the uh, All right, outfield Otani versus somebody, whether it's McClanahan or Patino, <laughs> sixty four. Mookie Betts against Hauser at sixty three. Hauser coming off the IL and much worse on the road. Stop mm-hmm. me if you've heard me say that before. As the, you know, as the Dodgers <laughs> got lit up or held Eric down yesterday. Eric Lauer. Yeah, it was Lauer there. But Hauser's worse than Lauer, so for sure. Maybe for you sure. go back to Betts at sixty three. Schwab Daddy. Kyle from Waltham, now residing in Philadelphia. 6K for him. Jordan's at 56. Trout homered today, 55. Rosa Reina's at 53. Springer had a bases-clearing triple at $5,300 there. I mean, there's just a lot of talent at the 5K and above range. Yeah, so of the three 6K players, I think Schwarber's my guy. I will say, though, like, you're right on the Hauser front. And you mentioned it earlier in the air. I remember there was, like, a specific... You were like, yeah, Hauser's just so good at home and so bad on the road. Yeah, he's, yeah, um, the numbers aren't great for him. Five eighty nine ERA on the road, but so, that's all of Milwaukee. Like their yeah, offense sucks at, on the road. Their pitching's bad on the road. That's not if your name's not Corbin Burns or like Brandon Woodruff. Basically, it's just like the Dodgers show up sometimes and sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. So I'm kind of liking a, a Dodger stack that probably doesn't go owned. No, seriously, yeah, like. I agree. The Hauser against lefties, like Mookie doesn't qualify here, and I know we're talking about outfield, but like we didn't mention Freeman sure. or like Gavin Lux or anyone really, but like lefties, three eleven average, eight ninety OPS, three eighty five Woba. I think, and we we do have some lefties here in the outfield, Bellinger and and Gallo, both kind of been pretty good yeah. of late, so like we could go there, but just throwing that out there, like you talking about Hauser on the road, just kind of you know, piqued my interest there a little bit. But yeah, I think Schwarber probably the top of the 6K tier. And then every other guy you mentioned, like, very hard to not play. Like, Jordan, probably not Trout if it's McClanahan, but maybe if it's Patino, I'd right. have more interest. Jordan for sure. Rosarena just, every night, just does something. Either a home run or a stolen base or yeah, both. Yeah, another couple or hits tonight. Springer, you mentioned. Springer just has big games all the time. And then, honestly, like, to into my... Orioles stack. I know righties have been what killed Giolito, but Cedric Mullins kind of playing close to what he was doing last year. Yeah, 333 lately. lately. Two homers, stolen base, last 10. Six extra base hits over that span, too. Like, I think he profiles with the other guys around him, he profiles more as like a tournament play. Tyreel Homer tonight. He's at 49. We're talking about Farrell here. Certainly in in a position to run that there. Tucker, again, all of Houston, first stack. Yep. Uh, Castellanos didn't really have a great game tonight. It wasn't the worst, but you're talking about stacking Philly. He's going to be in play. Kept uh, the hit streak going. Yep, yep. The hit streak continued. I mean, if you if you were, you know, Heaney, as you mentioned, did give up a bunch of home runs. Renfro, power against lefties at 4K. Yep. Let's see. Yeah, McCutcheon hits lefties better. At McCutcheon, I was just looking at that. McCutcheon has, so he's three for six off Andrew Heaney. All three home runs. And I think... If I'm not mistaken, wasn't this was this the double dong game that McCutcheon had the other day? It might have been. Eight eighteen. Yeah. McCutcheon hit two home runs. Was that when Heaney started against him? I'll tell you in a second. Heaney started eight eighteen. Yep. McCutcheon had two bombs off him. Season well. See, 
sees him well. Sees him well. So, yeah, I like that call, John. Yep. Let's see. Any other value guys here? Bellinger, 38. Yeah. Uh, and Joey Gallo, 35. See, oh. Gallo, Verdugo's 35. You mentioned against Giolito, Austin Hayes. Right? Yep, like, sure. Can still be a guy to swing it there. He's been better against righties this year, too. I know, like, last year we were hammering him against lefties. Like, we were most Orioles. Yep. But he's been better. They, they dumped your boy McCarthy to 3K. Tough spot, but, like, he and 12 fantasy points tonight, right? I mean, guy just consistent. Yep. Look at the numbers, man. Four of his last five games, double figures. Three twenty four nine ten OPS, last 10. So, I'm with you there. Let's see. Newt Bar could be – I wonder what happened to him tonight because they pinch ran for him. But he did hit leadoff with the righty on the mound. So, yeah, if, he's back, if he's back to leading off at 2,600, I'll have interest there for sure. See if there's anything about him out there. Nobody talking about Lars Newbar. So. Yeah, they just pitched yeah. Rand Dylan Carlson for no reason when they were up 6-1. So I don't really – didn't really get any get any answer there as to why that was the case. So, But that's probably where I'd go for value is the cheapest guy of Newbar's leading off. Yeah. Senzel against a lefty. I don't hate. He's been a little better lately. Okay. You're probably eh, you don't really need to go there. You're probably right. That's probably the cheapest. Okay. Uh, give me your home run call. Home run call. You go first. Great. I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. All right. I will go with Schwab. Six K. Oh, I dude. I was literally gonna say Schwab Daddy. Sure that was literally my. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Too. I know. I know. I blew. That was absolutely me. That was not me. I will go with. Ryan Mountcastle against Geely. Okay. Mountcastle and Schwarber are the home run calls. Now let's get to building the lineup, James. We've had a decent success so far with these mm-hmm. lineups sure. uh, and the two nights that we've done it. Obviously, last night's cashed, or, or sorry, two nights ago cashed, the one that we built for Monday. As of now, as, as of 1035, is still pretty handily in the cash line. So with Verlander out there just throwing beef so well, a long way to go though so you know we won't exactly tr- cross it off as a win but we're sitting pretty top top 300 right now in the main 15 dollar over on DraftKings. so we'll see we'll see what happens but let's go let's build our lineup here are we going with the idea that mcclanahan is pitching or patina how do you want to approach let's this? let's just use frambar as our spend up in okay. case we don't know and like everyone knows like we've talked up the race pitching to begin with mcclanahan might be great option but just the fact that he's pitched on six plus days rest in each of his last three starts yeah does not make me think he's suddenly going to pitch on four days rest right i guess tomorrow would be the fifth day right maybe he is pitching john tomorrow i guess i'm maybe he is pitching we'll We'll, see we'll find out right we'll see where he's at would you go framber mcclanahan if he's pitching probably mcclanahan Okay. For, I think there's I think there's more upside. I think Frambar is 100% as safe as it gets. I don't know. I guess let me pose it to you. What do you think? 20 straight <laughs> quality starts for Frambar yeah. versus McClanahan, who's kind of looks back, question mark? Sure. I'm going to go Frambar personally. Okay, you're but let's just go Frambar. You're saving some money there. McClanahan's been a big inconsistent. And like you said, if he's on it, if it's something to where he is either pitching on not full the rest as he's been or he's limited, then he's not going to be worth it. SP2. I think it's Mikolas. Mikolas, okay. Yeah. Yep. I don't mind it. If I was pivoting off again for GBPs, I would run out Heaney, you know, just for the strikeouts. That's how I'd probably approach it. But I'm good with Mikolas there. Catcher. Uh, We didn't really identify a catcher. I don't think that we really loved. Well, Bethancourt is probably. Yeah. That's the only problem is going to be if we play Bethancourt, 
we need to have a pivot, I think, because we don't know when he's starting versus when Mejia's starting. Like, they just well, they, they love they playing them play both. Them both or no? They could, but they haven't. Like, tonight... Are they, they going to sit a guy that's homered in three straight games? They sat him yesterday, and he homered in two True. straight games. True. You know? But it is worth noting that a righty was on the mound, and no, tonight was Suarez on the mound, right? Yeah. Yep. And they started Bethancourt. But they also started Mejia with a lefty on the mound two nights ago. Correct. So who the heck knows what they're going to do? Okay, well, we'll go in with Bethancourt for now, and we'll adjust if we need to. I mean, yeah. you know, Yachty's 2200 Right. Like, still be a, there'll be a value play somewhere along these lines. So 2600 Bettencourt works for me. First base. You mentioned Mountcastle is your home run call. You, you want to go there? Or do you like the spend-up options of, like, Goldschmidt? Yeah, I think Goldie, Freeman, one of those two guys, or Vladdy. It's probably, like, spend-up at first. Okay, Vladdy's probably the least rostered. You know I'm a Cardinals partial here, so. Yeah, they're going to be so popular. We could go, or we can go spend down to, like, Derek Hall if we really wanted to. I mean, we could go Pujols and do the opposite of Goldie there. He was less rostered last time. I'm going to be so excited if we go Pujols to have no Bethancourt and no Pujols in the lineup. Yeah, it's going to we'll be, be the fine. So we're going to roll, we'll roll Pujols, 4,400 position player. We wanted to punt second base, right? Solano, 3K. Yeah, we could do that. Third was our spend up. Uh, we got to go Bregman or Arenado. Co mm. Complete, start working on a mini on a card, card stack. Yeah, just roll Arenado. He's so good. Okay. Shortstop, we thought Mateo. Yep. Because we're going to get New Bar in the outfield to do a three man stack. So we have $4,700 per position player for an outfielder. Schwarber, a one off spend up for outfield? Yep. You sure? Yep. Okay. For sure. $4,100 per outfielder after but that. We'll do. I think if New Bar is in the lineup. Sure. I would really. He's going to lead off, I think, right? He's been yeah, leading he off with right. righties in the mound. So, so new bar is 26. That gives us $5,700 for the last outfield spot. We can do a one-off Jordan, a one-off Trout. I mean, take your pick at that point. One-off George Springer. Jordan is pretty good. Yeah, Jordan's works. So we'll do Framber, Aldez, Miles Mikolas, Christian Betancourt, Albert Pujols, Donovan Solano, Nolan Arenado, Jorge Mateo, Kyle Schwarber, Lars Newtbar and Jordan Alvarez as our lineup there. A wee bit stars and scrubby, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, our with scrub, it. our scrub is the best player in baseball. Who else has statistically been literally the best player in baseball so long? Yeah, I'm 467 cool with, with a 1600 OPS over his last 10. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Runs. He may be chalk. People might not play Goldschmidt because of Pujols right now. It's just been so good. Pujols has just been so good. Right. It's crazy. So that's what we got. We'll enter that into the to the 15 there again and see if we can keep the streak running. Of course, the MLB DFS playbook will be out by James. A full breakdown, further breaking down with analysis, our more fine-tuned picks and ideas mm -hmm. and finalized core stacks and core plays that will be. If you're not yet a member of Fantasy Alarm, go to the fantasyalarm.com pricing page right now we have a great offer leading into the nfl season giving you a 50 percent discount off the first six months of our all pro package there that gives you access to all of the mlb dfs content the nfl dfs content that's coming up nba dfs content that myself and james also provide content for nhl mma pga nascar you name it it's all covered there 
and you get the first six months 50% off with cold code NFL50. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the description, go down. The link is right there. Take advantage of the offer. And you also get access to our premium Discord where we're right in there to a roster lock. We're answering your questions. We're helping you build your lineups, giving you any final updates. And that is only if you are a member of the Fantasy Alarm family. Any final thoughts here, James, before we let the people go? No. Yeah, actually, my final thoughts, good luck to all those playing the day slate with Coors Field. It's true. Good and luck we'll be And we'll be in Discord if you're true. a member answering your day slate yep. questions. So... Sure. Uh, if you're building day site lineups, throw them, in, throw them in there. We'll we'll help you out, and we'll hopefully get you guys some winners. Also, if you're watching this video, please give us a like. That'd be super helpful for the channel. Subscribe as well if you haven't already. We certainly appreciate it. And James and I will be uh, we'll be back for Thursday slate. We'll catch you guys later.